You're listening to the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast, and I'm your host, Hannah Bowers. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Bowers. Today, we're sitting down with Astrid, the CEO of Agni. Agni is a company that makes healing foods and teas to support women along the reproductive health continuum. I know that you're going to love this interview, and I am so excited to share it with you. Now, before we move on to the show, I want to take a minute to remind you to subscribe to the Baby Dust Podcast wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. And while you're doing so, take a minute to leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. Welcome, Astrid. I'm so thankful that you took some time to chat with us today. Thank you so much for inviting me on, Hannah. I love your podcast, love your community, and I'm so excited to be here. Oh, well, you know, I'm just thrilled to get to sit down and meet you. You know, this is our first time chatting and seeing each other well face to face via Zoom. Um, but I've I've followed your company, Agni, for a while. I think what you do is just really, really revolutionary and unique when it comes to the fertility space. And so I just love that beautiful piece that you insert into everything else that already exists. So before I ask you my next question, just thank you for that. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you, Anna. So, you know, speaking to that, how Agni is, it's kind of a rare gem when it comes to seeking out things in the fertility space. I would love to hear just kind of that journey on how you birthed this company. Yeah, absolutely. So to start, Agni makes foods, snacks, and teas to support women's health. Mm -hmm. And we are all about nourishing women really deeply through every part of the reproductive health continuum. So actually starting with periods through fertility, pregnancy, postpartum recovery, and menopause. And specifically with fertility, which is so near and dear to my heart, looking at how can we nourish a woman's body to support it in doing something incredible and something complex and something energy and nutrient intensive. And I came to this work, I came to start Agni, largely because of what I experienced in my own health journey, in my own life, and what I saw the women around me who I loved so dearly experiencing. And so for me personally, it started in my early 20s when I thought I was doing everything right by the book. I was training for a marathon, so I was really active. I was experimenting with the keto diet, and my period just went MIA for nine months. I didn't get a period. And there's something about that ninth month, yes, totally. How, how did that happen based on my <laughs> lifestyle? Um, and at month nine, something in me clicked and I just said, this is not right. My body is trying to tell me something that I am not nourishing it in the way it wants to be nourished. And I turned to um, a really integrative approach, started seeking out lessons from Western medicine, but also holistic nutrition and Ayurveda and traditional Chinese medicine and herbalism to figure out, you know, what does my body really need at this time and how can I nourish it to support it to, you know, get this fifth vital sign of the periods and called, which I love that mm-hmm. when it's called the fifth vital sign back intact. And ultimately that led me to want to share that with other women and to help them nourish themselves to experience their most, most vibrant and balanced lives throughout their life. Mm, that's really incredible. And I love hearing the stories of kind of like that entry into this space. I feel like everyone has their own unique journey. And pretty much every single time there's this moment where you're kind of like, hey, there's something greater here that I could like 
try out. And it's like that light bulb goes off. It's like everything shifts. Amen. Yeah. So you've developed, you've developed a lot, a line of all sorts of products. Um, what I find really interesting, and I'd love if you could like talk about this for a minute, is that your ingredients are not like your normal ingredients. Your cooking ingredients aren't necessarily what you see when you're when you're making a recipe. Um, your seasonings are not the standard. So, what are what are these extra ingredients, and why are they in your food and your treats and your teas? Yes, great question, Santa. So, starting with the big picture. We now know that an estimated 95% of women in the U.S. are deficient in at least one key nutrient. And women tend to become deficient in similar nutrients. Mm. Omega-3s, iron, B vitamins, selenium, magnesium. And the reason is because, first of all, our food system has started to be depleted in these nutrients. We are growing crops in soil that we continue to extract from. We don't rotate them. We don't rest them. Mm -hmm. um, we rely heavily on fertilizers to get crops to grow as opposed to a natural diversity of nutrients in the soil. And that's reflected in the food we eat. If you go to a grocery store and you buy a carrot today, it has 40% fewer nutrients across the board than a carrot 50 years ago. And so we're starting out from a place of, oh my gosh, it's challenging to get these nutrients. And so when we went to create all of our products, we thought about what foods contain these nutrients in abundance? Where are we going to get a ton of B vitamins for every bite? Where are, can we find these omega-3s? Where can we find this iron? And so that was the starting point was what are going to be the most nutrient dense ingredients? And that led us to foods like pumpkin seeds, flax seeds, coconut oils, uh, alternative flowers. And so you'll notice that in, for example, our double chocolate chip cookie, which was designed and developed to nourish women and to help their cycles, their ovulation cycle. So whether that means someone's getting a period and it's painful or it's off and they want to experience fewer symptoms or whether somebody is actively trying to conceive, this cookie was designed for you. And it's got cocoa powder, pumpkin seed butter, flaxseed, shatavari, and what you won't find in it is actually some of the more typical ingredients that we put into a cookie to make it taste great, like flour, butter, sugar, nuts, soy, because we don't want to add allergens that might be triggering gut dysbiosis for some people. Some people can enjoy those ingredients, no problem. I'm actually one of those people. I don't have a reaction to gluten or dairy or nuts or soy. I can enjoy those as part of my diet, but but many people can't. And and sometimes it can hinder the absorption of nutrients. So to be as inclusive and possible as possible, and also to focus on diversity of ingredients, those are the ingredients that we source to put into our foods. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and just kind of jumping back for a minute, I was literally just reading yesterday, you know, being in the Midwest, I grew up in a rural area, my husband did. Farming is everywhere. I mean, like, we, you know, growing up for us, we've seen, you know, the changes in soil and the thing, how things are different. And I was just reading yesterday and read that iodine in the Midwest. And, you know, the Midwest is just known for farming so many different foods for the U.S. We're completely like devoid of iodine. And I thought, how crazy, you know, I'm all for the get back to just eat real food movement, but we, we can't avoid the fact that if we eat like our grandparents, we're not going to get the same nutrient that our grandparents ate. And that's yeah. just, it's both a shocking realization, but it's so critical to just be aware of that yes. because, you know, you eat a great diet, 
and you just assume, oh, I'm just fine because I eat all these good foods, you know? Yes. So well said, Hannah. And it's just bringing that to our awareness totally wakes us up to, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So I just, I need to go out and get my body a little bit more and let me start to find the resources and the, the ways that I can support it. And it can have such incredible impact once we do. Mm, absolutely. Now I love, um, one of the things that I've actually been loving lately, and I think I heard you mention it, there was ashwagandha. Um, that's been one of the beautiful adaptogens that I've just, I've just been reading everything I can about. I take it personally. It's actually in, in my full, my full protocol that I, that has been put together by my care team for myself. And, I, I love that you have incorporated that because that's not, it's great for fertility, but it's not one that I regularly see associated with positive fertility outcomes. So, so why did you, why did you settle on that? Where did that come onto your radar? Yeah. So part of what we've built at Ogni is an interdisciplinary medical advisory board to seek advice when we create products. So we've got Western medicine doctor, integrative medicine doctor, nutritionist, herbalist, Ayurvedic practitioner, Chinese medicine practitioner. We ask all of them, you know, what do you recommend most for your clients who are trying to get pregnant or who are postpartum? And so certainly in Ayurvedic tradition, um, ashwagandha is a very, very popularly recommended and prescribed herb for women's health, for so many things, for adrenal health, for helping to normalize and balance um, hormonal function in the body. And so it's so supportive. I actually took it in my postpartum chapter as well, alongside Shadavari, which Mm, is another adaptogen um, in Ayurveda known as the queen of herbs because Mm. it is is so frequently recommended for endocrine system related and female-specific reproductive challenges. And so finding supportive herbs like that, that again, you know, not only do they have these normalizing properties in the body, but they're also very rich in micronutrients, which is another reason that they are superstars and that they are potent and powerful and can be such a great addition to your existing habits and routines around food. Mm, Absolutely. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you often in Ayurveda, they also recommend both together, right? Ashwagandha and Shadavari. Yes. Yes. Those are often recommended together and show up in many of our teas Mm, um, as well. (laughs) Yes. Which I've enjoyed. I've had several, I've had a couple of the fertility gear teas and very delicious. Um, but so we're kind of talking about all of this and, um, we were talking about, you know, there's pumpkin seeds, there's flax seeds. Um, before we jumped on this call, we were kind of having a conversation about seed cycling a little bit. And I feel like that's, um, you know, it's, I've actually even seen it today. I was on Instagram and I saw a more integrative holistic OBGYN talking about seed cycling. And it's one of those food-based protocols that just seems to persist when it comes to hormone balancing. So can you kind of break that down for us? What is seed cycling and why should we be paying attention to it? Yes, great questions. And I think a question that so many people have as more and more people share that they are seed cycling or that they're trying seed cycling or that they want their clients to be seed cycling or their patients (laughs) to seed cycle. So seed cycling 101. Seed cycling is the practice of taking intentional uh, ground seeds throughout the course of your ovulation cycle. So the first half roughly of the cycle, days one through 14 or whenever ovulation occurs for you, 
you're taking a ground tablespoon of combined pumpkin and flaxseed together. For the second half of the cycle, ovulation through menstruation, you're taking a ground tablespoon of sesame and sunflower seeds. And what I love about this practice is that it's been recommended for hundreds, if not thousands of years by more traditional medicinal practitioners who understand, okay, there's a shift that's happening in the body. The body needs different nutrients at different times. The body is producing different hormones at different times. The body needs different properties. It would be understood in in maybe Chinese medicine or herbalism as, okay, we need to be warming at a certain point and cooling and drying at another point in the cycle. And it's been corroborated by modern medicine findings that, oh my goodness, the nutrients in pumpkin and flax seeds, so phytoestrogens and zinc are really supportive of that first half of the cycle, the estrogen dominant half of the cycle. And the sesame and sunflowers, the omega-6s in there, the selenium, vitamin E, that's really helpful for the progesterone dominant part of the cycle. So we understand from a molecular perspective why it's working. And we've also seen in preliminary research how powerful that this practice can be for a cycle. So it can help normalize the length of a cycle. It can help reduce self-reported symptoms of a cycle in a double-blind trial. It can help also improve the uh, ratio of different hormones that we want to see throughout the cycle. So the progesterone to estrogen ratio and day four restradiol, a bunch of different quantitative metrics. So this is a really exciting practice. And I also love to say like, there aren't harmful side effects. Often the prescriptions that have been offered to women to try to help them manage really painful cycles or um, to alter the duration of a cycle might have side effects down the road that are really not desirable. And so in the rare instance, someone has an allergy to these seeds or isn't tolerating them well, um, yes, that that could be, that's a rare, rare minority um, and it could be an issue and you wanna look out for it and make sure that you know you can tolerate seeds. Um, but otherwise it's such a, a welcoming and low risk practice to incorporate day to day. It's very simple too. It, you know, generally when we're talking about cycle balancing, it takes, you know, you've got to completely change a part of your routine, but this is uh, seed cycling is literally just a couple seeds and a tablespoon. And it, it just seems like a very no brainer thing to incorporate if, if we have the seeds on hand or, and if not next time you're at the grocery store, you can probably find them. But, you know, I heard uh, that Agni is potentially making it easier to get seed cycling into the routine. Do you mind talking about that a little bit? Yes. Yeah, so that is one of the products that we created is two seasoning blends that support seed cycling. So our cinnamon maca seasoning has that ground pumpkin and flax already in it, but it also includes this really nourishing blend of warming spices, cardamom, cinnamon, cocoa powder, maca that are great for digestion, that are nutrient dense, that contain antioxidants, um, that really boost the nutrition of anything that you put it on top of or cook with whenever you cook with it. And that also boosts the nutrition of that meal. So we love to recommend our cinnamon maca seasoning. You, know, you put it on top of oatmeal, you put it on top of granola, you can put it into a smoothie, you can bake with it. And it, it makes it really uh, delightful and easy to do that first half of the seed cycling month. We tell people, you know, just put it on the counter or on the table next to the salt and pepper 
and put a tablespoon onto whatever makes most sense, whether you're home cooking or doing takeout, it's really adaptable to your existing lifestyle because the goal is to make it really easy. Again, as you said, Hannah, so often changes in our health, seeing changes in our health, we think we need to ask ourselves to make these gigantic new changes to our routines, that we need to overhaul what we're already doing, that it needs to be challenging, that it needs to be complicated, that we have to give up things we love. And we're saying, no, you know, just make it easy, make it a part of what you're already doing, make it a part of who you are. And then with the second half of the cycle, we have a sesame nori seasoning that's kind of like a furikake, if you've ever tasted that. Mm -hmm. Speaking of iodine, the nori in there is very high in iodine. Mm. So it also is designed to help replenish this nutrient nice. that, it, that so many people are deficient in and so again it's got turmeric it's got garlic it's got other spices in there that are um blend so nicely together along with that sesame and sunflower flavor profile and is great with all savory foods so on top of avocado toast on top of rice on top of soups people love it in stir fries or salads mm. and again you just put it on the table next to salt and pepper scoop a tablespoon into whatever you're eating that day that makes sense and it adds flavor and nutrition to the meal so this is you know something I wish I'd had when I was not getting a period that would have helped me to get back in tune with my body's rhythms and cycles and given me the right nourishment throughout the month to tell my endocrine system hey it's safe it's you're good you have what you need to ovulate it's, it's okay to get pregnant right now like you have the reproductive capacity in you and uh, I'm so so excited that we're also doing our first seed cycling sync as a community so starting on April 1st we'll be doing a seed a month of seed cycling together and there'll be so many other women to connect with so many recipes that we're offering creative ideas for how to get these seasonings and these seeds into your day-to-day -day. and then also an opportunity to reflect and see okay what what kind of changes can I notice in my body in just the course of one month through this practice mm. oh well I I think that would be in and of itself would be really interesting just to kind of start the month with that intention to see what what exactly is going to change? Um, I know historically when I've done seed cycling, I, I think I could feel a change. I don't know about you, but yeah. Ah, well, that's really exciting. Um, I, I am very eager to share about the seed cycling sync with our listeners, which is one of the reasons why I was excited to have you on here. I think it's so unique to actually do this as a community. So often when we're on this fertility journey, especially if it's complicated, it's isolated. And so you go through it like, oh, it's just me. I'm in my corner. I, I just got to do all the things. But the truth is there's so many more of us out there who are also, you know, at different stages in in the journey who are also navigating it. So I think it's, it's just fantastic to extend that opportunity. So if anyone who is listening is interested, we're going to include the links for more information down below in the show notes. We'll also include links where you can find those Agni seasonings as well as our coupon code, which is all caps, Blissberry Wellness. You can use that at checkout, save 20%. But Astrid, thank you so much for taking the time to just kind of chat with us. I've enjoyed talking to you, talking about the challenges of being a modern woman and also talking about some of the ways that we can uh, correct that. So thank you for the time. Thank you so much for having me on, Hannah, and for the incredible support and information that you offer to women everywhere. It's just such a gift to have you 
coaching and guiding people through this really a chapter that can be confusing and isolating and and so hard and it also just sets up such a beautiful foundation for motherhood and for growing a family mm -hmm. because the challenges to our bodies don't end when we get pregnant they're mm -hmm. just a new set of challenges that are beginning so teaching people to tune into okay what is my body telling me why is it feeling off and what makes it feel better is such a great skill to learn um so thank you oh well i appreciate that very much well that wraps up today's episode of the baby dust fertility podcast just a reminder you can save 20 percent with the code blissberry wellness when you order your seed cycling box you can find that code and the link directly in the show notes well we look forward to being back in just a little over a week with another great episode so don't forget to subscribe to the baby dust fertility podcast wherever you listen to it so you don't miss it bye for now Thanks for tuning into the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast. Please share this episode with a friend and be sure to follow Baby Dust at babydust.substack.com for updates on all new episodes and free fertility resource guides. Until next time, I'm your host, Hannah Bowers. Bye for now.